if you want to avoid all the sickness this winter, the snotty noses, the coughs, the colds, the sleepless nights, the fevers, the Panadol and the antibiotics, the ear infections, the grumpy, tired kids, the days off work and school and childcare, are all those memories of last winter coming back? I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way this winter. I have a free online masterclass, three simple ways to boost your kids' immunity to avoid a winter full of sickness. It's on demand, meaning you can register and watch it straight away or watch it at a time that is convenient for you. Head on over to naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune and you will be able to sign up. In the masterclass, I am covering our natural, simple and effective approach to avoiding winter infections, how to boost your family's immunity with our proven three-step naturopathic strategy that is really easy for you to implement as a busy mum. We're going to talk about the immune depleters that you need to avoid so you're not wasting time and money building up your kids' immunity that is just being depleted by these common foods and environmental factors. I am sharing heaps of practical tips. I promise it will be an hour well spent. You can register again at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune. I can't wait to hear how you find it and to give you the tips to make this winter healthier. Welcome to the Natural Super Kids podcast, where you will discover practical strategies to inspire you to boost the health and nutrition of your kids. I'm Jessica Donovan, a qualified naturopath specializing in kids' health, and I want to make it as easy as possible for you to raise healthy and happy kids. Let's get into it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Natural Super Kids podcast. Jessica Donovan here. So today I want to chat with you about the link between fussy eating, constipation and iron deficiency. And this was an idea that came to me um, recently. We welcomed a whole heap of new members into the Natural Super Kids Club. If you are a club member, shout out to you. Um, And we always have a huge influx of questions coming in with new members. Um, And I was doing my weekly Ask the Naturopath session, which I do every single Thursday morning. I go live and answer our members' questions. And there was just this common denominator that kept coming up um, that was, you know, that, that was this link between kids that were fussy eaters, that struggled with constipation and were iron deficient. And it was just so interesting how often this came up with our new members. So I wanted to chat about it um, from a from a high level. I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty detail, um, but I really want this to this information to help parents to understand that, oh, maybe my child's fussy eating is linked with their iron deficiency or their constipation. Like these three 
um, struggles that so many parents have, it's really interesting the link between them. And, you know, of course, there's obvious links, like, of course, a fussy eater might not eat enough iron-rich foods, so they're going to be more likely to develop a deficiency in iron. But there's certainly more to it than that. And that's really what I want to dive into today. So if you're listening to this and you're wanting more information about constipation in children, iron deficiency, um, or fussy eating, we, we certainly have dedicated episodes to these topics on the podcast. So If you go back to episodes 30, 31, and 32, we cover a lot of fussy eating strategies there. Um, We cover iron deficiency in children in episode 113, and we talk about a naturopathic approach to constipation in episode 41. So those are episodes that you might want to listen to um, for some deeper information on those topics once you are done with this one. So fussy eating is, I think, the biggest challenge we hear from parents, you know, related to their kids' health and nutrition. So it's something that a lot of families struggle with, you know, in in varying degrees. And it's something um, that we certainly support a lot of families with here at Natural Super Kids and in the Natural Super Kids Club. And as I said, you know, on a basic level, fussy eaters will often lack Um, have a lack of intake of iron-rich food. So iron is found predominantly in animal proteins, uh, red meat being, you know, one of the best sources of iron. We can also find iron in uh, liver and pate, um, green leafy veggies, uh, beans, legumes are um, quite decent sources of iron as well. So a lot of fussy kids will avoid a lot of iron-rich foods. So it, that makes sense that they will become, uh, you know, easily become deficient in iron. But then if we go, you know, a a step further, I guess, or a step deeper, the other thing that is really common in fussy eaters is a gut imbalance or what we call dysbiosis, an imbalance in the, the good and bad bacteria, put simply, in the microbiome. And this is a bit of a chicken or, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg sort of scenario, because when our kids are fussy, of course, you know, they're not going to eat as many gut-friendly, um, healthy gut foods, so they're more likely to develop a gut imbalance. But on the other hand, you know, um, a gut imbalance can lead to more fussy eating tendencies. So when our kids do have that that, um, that dysbiosis, they're going to often um, be, a, be attracted and crave those starchy, carby, white, beige foods that are often, you know, the, the favorites among fussy eaters. So that gut imbalance um, or dysbiosis can contribute for sure to fussy eaters. And then fussy eaters are more likely to develop a gut imbalance as well. And that, of course, can lead on to constipation. You know, gut imbalance and dysbiosis is another, is a contributor to constipation um, and also to iron deficiency, which we'll get to in a moment. So 
you know, really, if you're going to take anything from this episode, what I want you to understand is that all of these three challenges that we're talking about today, fussy eating, constipation, and iron deficiency, um, you know, have this underlying driver that is a gut imbalance or a dysbiosis, which the cause of that, you know, is is kind of quite varied. Uh, you know, in short, it's really our modern diet and lifestyle that leads to these imbalances within the gut. Um, and then when we when we think back to fussy eating, of course, the other factor here is that a lot of fussy eaters will lack good fiber in their diet. You know, again, they they you know tend to go for those lower fiber, white version, um, white carbohydrate sort of foods that lack fiber. Um, And fiber is a really important fuel for the microbiome. Um, And fiber, of course, is also really important in gut motility. We know that a higher fiber diet will increase the frequency of bowel movements. So if kids aren't getting enough fiber, they're going to be much more um, much more prone to constipation or that lower, that slower sort of transit time where food, um, you know, isn't moving through the gut as quickly as it should. So then, when we talk about constipation, of course, a huge contributing factor to constipation in kids is a lack of that dietary fiber. Um, so, you know, that's that's a huge link between constipation and and fussy eating. Fussy eaters often don't get enough fiber or don't really, um, you know, like those sort of fiber rich foods. And then we've got that, that, that dysbiosis that I was talking about before. So when there is an imbalance in the gut um, microbiome, there is more likely to be inflammation in the gut. And this is where it, you know, it gets really interesting. Constipation itself can lead to inflammation in the gut and dysbiosis. So that that imbalance in the gut can lead to constipation, but but you know, when kids are constipated, particularly long term, that can then lead to an, a further imbalance in the gut microbiome and gut inflammation. And the reason that this is so important is that these two things, dysbiosis in the gut um, and also gut inflammation, negatively affect the absorbability of iron. So when we're talking about iron deficiency, it's not just about you know what supplement can my child take? to increase their iron levels? What's the best iron supplement for kids? Yes, that can be important, but we also need to look at that absorbability. And if a child is constipated and iron deficient and often fussy as well, um, then that absorbability of the iron, no matter how much you're putting in through food sources or supplements, is potentially going to be a problem. The other thing that happens when we're with kids that are constipated is they often have lower levels of short-chain fatty acids in the gut. Now, short-chain fatty acids are um, a really a really positive in the gut environment. There's lots of good stuff that they do within the gut. Um, one of those is to reduce that gut inflammation, keep inflammation in check, um, and they also really help with that gut motility. So uh, when kids are fussy and they're not eating enough 
uh, fiber, especially prebiotic fiber, that will lead to a low level of these short chain fatty acids. So when we think about what's really important for the gut microbiome, I often talk about prebiotics and probiotics. And it's when these two come together, the probiotics, the, the good bacteria, and then the prebiotic fibers, um, th- those two together create the short chain fatty acids. And the short chain fatty acids are really important for, as I said, keeping inflammation in check, which is important for the absorption of iron um, and to to keep those bowel movements um, sort of flowing uh, regularly. Uh, so that can be another factor, you know, at play. And then, as I said, constipation itself can le- can perpetuate this problem and lead to further imbalances in the gut, more gut inflammation, um, and that will lead to that uh, lower sort of absorbability of iron. The other thing that's that is fairly obvious when it comes to to constipation, um, you know, if you've ever been constipated yourself, you know that it can feel pretty yucky, and so constipation can lead to appetite changes, a reduction in appetite. A lot of kids that are constipated, they won't have a lot, you know, they won't have a big appetite, and that will, uh, you know, contribute to them being more fussy and picky with food. Um, And that really is true for any sort of gut discomfort. If there's food intolerances or constipation like we're talking about here, we'll often see kids that, you know, won't be that interested in eating food, um, let alone, you know, healthy food that we we are, you know, trying to encourage them to eat. So, when we when we look uh, more closely at iron deficiency, you know it's one of the really common deficiencies that we see in kids. Iron deficiency itself can lead to a lower appetite. Now, this again, it's perpetuating the problem because a lot of kids that have iron deficiency are fussy or picky eaters, and the lower their iron levels go, the lower their appetite goes. And this is this is related to one of our hunger hormones um, called ghrelin. It's it's spelt G H R E L I N, and iron is really important in the production of ghrelin. And when we don't have enough ghrelin, then our appetite can reduce. So you you know you've got you've got constipation, you've got iron deficiency. No wonder these kids with these challenges are fussy and picky eaters, um, you know, and often not really interested in food much at all. The other thing with iron deficiency is it leads to fatigue. Iron is essential for red blood cell production. And if we're, if kids are iron deficient, you know, their red blood cell production will be um will be reduced. And so this leads to them feeling tired because of course red blood cells are what uh, are what transport the oxygen around our body um, and that really helps with our energy levels. So when kids are tired, they might have reduced movement, reduced physical movement, which can perpetuate the constipation. One of the best things to you know, keep the bowels moving, knowing that ba- that our, our our bowel is a muscle is that physical movement. Um, I actually used to share a flat with a <laughs> lady in my 20s in London and she, um, I was sort of a new naturopath at the time. So 
we would openly talk about, um, you know, her, her her issues with constipation and her uh, what she swore by for her constipation was going for a run. <laughs> <laughs> and it just used to be a joke that she'd always have to run um, past, you know, wh- where there was going to be public toilets because running would no doubt help her need to go to the toilet. Um, and that's what we're talking about here. So kids that are iron deficient potentially are getting less physical movement. So that is is perpetuating the constipation issue. Um, and as I sort of talked about before, the gut microbiome and the level of inflammation in the gut are really important factors when it comes to the absorbability of iron. So we are talking about iron deficiency a lot in the Natural Super Kids Club, and we're always reminding our club members that it's not just about iron intake, it's also about absorbability. So getting on top of any sort of um, digestive symptoms that your child have has, whether it is, you know, constipation like we're talking about today, um, can really help with that absorbability of iron. And there are, you know, some some really well-researched probiotic strains that have been shown to help with iron absorption as well. And you can find, you know, combination um, iron supplements with um you know, some of these strains of probiotics in them to help with that absorbability. So I really want you to understand that it's not just about loading your kids with with iron supplements because, you know, you take you, you get diagnosed um, by a GP with iron deficiency. That's what they will talk about, what iron supplements to take. And yes, that is that is an important piece of the puzzle. We want to make sure that the form of iron they're taking is a well-absorbed form. And we also want to make sure we're looking at these other factors. You know, how well is this iron being absorbed? Why are they low in iron in the first place? Um, You know, we really want to dig deeper. And so, you know, if you're listening and you have uh, a child with issues, you know, in these three areas, the fussy eating, the constipation and the iron deficiency, or even if it's just a couple of them, know that they are commonly, um, you know, commonly an issue, all of them for many children. And what you can really, like a good first step is to start working on one of the areas. Now, you know, for some kids starting with, you know, really addressing that constipation is the key. Other kids, um, you really want to, you know, get more variety in their diet and start to address the fussy eating um, first. But the good news is that working on a child's gut health and, um you know, enhancing their digestive system um, and getting on top of any digestive symptoms that they have is a really good place to start and will, you know, start to improve the iron levels or the iron absorption at least, um, which often goes a long way in, uh, you know, in, in starting to increase those iron levels and also, um, you know, have a have a positive impact on their fussy eating as well. Um, you know, I've worked with with um, countless children that when we start to work on on their gut um, with foods and and supplements sometimes as well, then they start to eat more variety in their diet because that gut dysbiosis is being addressed. That balance of microbes within the gut is becoming healthier, so that leads them to a better a healthier appetite, 
um, and healthier sort of food preferences as well. There is, you know, so much to fussy eating. So um, this isn't the only factor, but it can make a huge difference in so many children. So I hope that helps you to understand that link between fussy eating, constipation and iron deficiency. If you're wanting help in this area, you know, if you're a club member, we can certainly help and answer your questions. And we've got a load of resources in the club. We've got cheat sheets on um, addressing constipation. We've got um, a really great cheat sheet on boosting your kids' iron with foods and supplements, with, you know, talking about all of these factors. Um and we've got, you know, multiple masterclasses on fussy eating. If you're not a club member, um, you know, you can pop your name on the wait list for the next time we open the doors. I'll make sure that link is in the show notes. Um, and also you can look at booking an appointment with one of our practitioners. Both um, both of our practitioners are really well versed in these areas uh, and can support you to get on top of these issues once and for all, because they can be really, um, you know, tricky to manage. Um, but the good news with them all, you know, being linked is that when we start to improve one of these areas, the other areas start to improve as well. I hope this has been helpful. We are going into some really exciting guest um, interviews on the podcast in the coming weeks. So stay tuned for those. And I'd love to hear from you on Instagram. Reach out to me um, over at Natural Super Kids on Instagram. Let me know how you liked this episode. Um, if you've got any questions, I'd love to hear from you over there. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Head on over to our website, naturalsuperkids.com for the show notes for this episode, as well as a whole heap of inspiration to help you raise healthy and happy kids. I'll see you next week. Before you go, don't forget about my free online on-demand masterclass, Three Simple Ways to Naturally Boost Your Kid's Immunity to Avoid a Winter Full of Sickness. I'm sharing my practical tips on ways that you can strengthen your whole family's immune system to avoid the onslaught of winter infections so your family can stay healthy and well this winter. You can sign up at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune.